Hey, what's good, everyone? It is Samir from Beat Final Podcasts. Hope you're all well. Just taking this quick time to uh, make a little shout out to our sponsors. Definitely recommend this one. Check it out. This podcast is sponsored by the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand, Aotearoa. The Music Producers Guild is an advisory service that assists and empowers our music producer industry here in New Zealand. Members get personalized contracts for their music production, free Serato Studio Sample and DJ Pro, access to discounted audio equipment and software, and advice from industry professionals. Buy your plugins through the Music Producers Guild website to help support us all in growing our community. For more information and to sign up as a member, please visit www.mpgnz.co.nz. Huge shout out to the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand for sponsoring Beat Fino. Super, super stoked to be able to share such a positive, positive driving force for New Zealand music on the world stage. Uh, please check them out. Super stoked to be uh, in the guild myself. And I know for a lot of you guys wanting to take their music to the next level, uh, super, super honored to have this opportunity to be around the industry professionals and uh, soak up all the benefits. Back to here to the podcast. Thank you so much all for uh, hanging in and enjoying this testimony so far. Feel free to uh, pop a little message in to our page. Let us know how you've enjoyed this podcast. And stay tuned for more B-Fino episodes. But here, back to the podcast. Here on B-Fino Podcasts. Massive. So welcome everyone to B-Fino Podcasts. Uh, and this week we're with Stel. What's good, my man? Cheer about that. Oh. I'm good. I'm good. Everything's all good. Beautiful, my man. Um, wow, I, uh, I, I'm blessed because, uh, yeah, we've we pretty much got up to like 25 episodes now, my bro. So, really mm. starting to share the testimonies and stories, and um, it's just amazing how it all started there, my bro. So, I tell this to everyone, but pretty much stuck at home, and um, I always had an idea of this, and then I realised now's the perfect time. There's no excuse. Oh, I'm busy. Now nah, you're stuck at home, cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no excuse, eh? Yeah, 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 exactly. So I just, Same. yeah, went for it. But um, yeah, man, how's things in your neck of the woods there, my bro? All good, all good. It's a bit, uh, uh, I mean, we're still in lockdown here. It's all good, but uh, yeah. yeah, can't really complain. Beautiful. Yeah, and, and that's the thing every single episode where we were stuck there for the t- first 20 episodes where we were across New Zealand, everyone was just talking about that kind of like, if you're an artist, it's like, it's kind of like a blessing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, <laughs> you just get to do what you love, really. Yeah. 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 It's just a structure, I guess. <laughs> Adapting. Yeah. 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 It's been, it's been good and it's, it's, it's been good and bad, but I think, I mean, for, 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 for me, it's been more good than bad. Yeah. But I do know that there are a lot of us artists out there that are, that where it yeah, hasn't been so good this uh, this whole uh, COVID situation, but um, but it's all good. Hey, we got an election coming up, and we're gonna do the right thing. That's it. That's it. Oh man, it's it's beautiful. Uh, I sort of just been up behind the shadows. I was always kind of like um, as a as a kid growing up, really just looking at everyone um, with all the DJ crew and noticing how big it was even in New Zealand. Like I think I was getting in there high school kind of like late 2010 was yeah getting into it. it's like 
it's quite cool to kind of see, despite the digital standard takeover, like just how much of that whole music community has always been there, especially for New Zealand. Like uh, New Zealand Music Month, cool, but like the whole championing on every month's New Zealand Music Month. You know what I mean, brother? Yeah, every month is New Zealand Music Month. Yeah, I think we have a pretty cool um, community here in New Zealand, and um, and I I feel like we all kind of know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, if, exactly. and if we don't, we're we, we're only one person away from you know everyone else. That's it. That's it. And yeah. so that was the whole light bulb moment when I started the podcast. I realized, cool, I probably you know help the computer guys, friends who's helped the friend, and then next thing you know, I've um, you know, oh, yeah, there's this guy called Smith, and it's like, cool. I was able to sort of find a, a thing to introduce. But, yeah, um, we all kind of have those gifts and talents within music, and it's so cool because, um, yeah, kind of starting off with DJing, it's like a natural progression to production. Um, mm. I'm keen to hear a bit about the story, my bro. What got you into music, my man? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I I guess I have a, a, a very musical uh family and the upbringing was around music um uh both my parents play the piano my dad played the organ at church every week um and they were always involved in uh church stuff a choir and that kind of thing um yeah so it was just i just it just got it just got passed on to me through them pretty much yeah pretty much Wow, and it's amazing um, in terms of like DJing and stuff. Uh, was there something you found was like like a big thing and like how wow, so many like where do I start or did you just find like your groove in it? I, I I was always drawn to it. It was always very interesting. Yeah, and and I I I luckily there were I had older friends at high school that uh, that got some gear uh uh some C- cd mixes and they would uh hire out these cd mixes for the weekend and then do a school dance you know social underage social things like that and i kind of you know i wanted to to know what they were doing that and so they that that's how i kind of got the you know the doors were open to me and uh, I, got, I got to learn how to mix and and uh, scratching, um, and yeah, that's that's how I started high school, just high school yeah. shit. Yeah, nah, same for me, my man, and um, so beautiful as well because um, natural progression. I guess when you start DJing, uh, you get that ear for production, even though you don't realize it. Eh? This whole time you start to sort of like mm. count it. You you don't even yeah, it's quite cool. And I think so. Yeah, it, it all happened. Uh, then I uh, well I. I had started I, I I started making beats at the same time in the same in the same within the the same kind of four month period yeah it, it, I, I just wanted to know everything you know yeah so I, I, I started uh yeah trying to trying to make beats and trying to make you know I, I'd uh yeah I, I learned how to mix make mixtape make some beats put some beats on them in between the mixes and yeah do little funny skits and things like that and yeah yeah oh, that's, that's cool a different day day and age for sure in terms of like what was out there at the time like tell us mm. a bit some about those websites and the gears man it was like a whole different era yeah 
yeah. So the first, I mean, yeah, I, I never had. Uh, actually, I my dad bought me a, a drum machine. It was a it was a Boss drum machine. I, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it was bad. It was really it was quite flat. It was small. Um, and I just you know try and make beats on that. But then someone, uh, uh, I got a, I got a, the PC mag, remember the PC mag that, that used to come with a, with a, like a demo, yeah. a demo CD. And on that was gold wave. And, um, oh, there were a bunch, it, it must've been like a, like a music, uh, issue, music production issue. So on it was, uh, cool, cool edit and gold wave and, um, maybe maybe fruity loops maybe and uh like cakewalk and yeah anyways wow. so so I, so I got gold wave and i started kind of learning how to navigate that i don't know how the i don't know how i did but yeah because that's windows xp dates as well <laughs> like this is this is yeah. this, this is on windows 98 windows 98 my yeah windows 98 <laughs> yeah XP was brand new then. So yeah, no one had. Yeah, this is yeah, like I, I, I got it later, but yeah, yeah. Windows ninety eight was on that that uh, PC. Yeah, pretty buzzy. Yeah, and and it's quite cool as well because at that time, internet was still kind of like slowing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Most most not very yet to be very rich to have like anything passed out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I was still I was still on dial up and still. Downloading, you know, taking a week to download songs. Oh, LimeWire? Were you on LimeWire? LimeWire, oh. uh, Winamix, and uh, 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 Napster, Morpheus, uh, all, all of them. All Yeah, all of yeah. those. I was a part of that first wave. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is just, this is what I love about the podcast too. You just had these gems and it's like, you, you can go on all sorts of journeys, but uh, man, I, I yeah. was lucky enough to just be blessed with LimeWire uh, growing up. Yeah. And you know, yeah. you'd go on LimeWire free to torrent LimeWire Pro, and then you say, you're technically LimeWiring LimeWire. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then so I got the Pro. So apparently, they're supposed to be like faster speed or less ad. Ah, and, okay. Uh, whatever it was, I was like, I would get, I would use the free to get Pro. And then um, <laughs> I was kind of like, I was always definitely using the fact that okay i didn't have much around the house or we, it's not like well off so i just had this computer that my mum bought and, and mm. i was on there every single day and mm. and and i quickly uh just fell in love with the whole idea of being able to download video games and and, and hack the computer as best i could on control panel and uh mm, I eventually yeah, yeah. like uh, my mom said hey samir too much computer for you take a break and uh <laughs> say for example with the tv and uh the only thing left was the radio and that's actually my introduction to music <laughs> mm, you mean yeah because i fell in love with cats like general lee on zd ministry of sound um and and that was like an era of like being quite new to music only just thinking oh yep that's a song on the radio nothing of it mm. and then falling in love one time with hearing all these tunes that I knew with different beats behind them. And I was just struck with all like, is this a thing? <laughs> and mashups and, and, and all this trickery. And it just like, wow, I just, I just found something like 
especially when you're a kid. I was like 11, 12 at the time. Mm. So I was very lucky to um, track down what the stuff was called because everyone called it techno back then anyway. Like yeah. you, you, can, you can lie and say it wasn't. No, before we knew about all the stuff, it's like, oh, techno music. <laughs> and so yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of everyone saying, yo, oh, have you heard this techno music? Like, And, and so I'd go to these youth groups and dead mouses and all this sort of like house. Um, yeah. But it's so cool to like start to like unravel um, sort of like history of music eh? like so much of what we know is from music that we wouldn't think has anything to do with what we have but it's crazy you know like the lineage yeah it, yeah I mean yeah it, it all goes back to Africa at some point wow right? come on wow and yeah man so yeah touching on that whole lineage my man um, was this sort of like any music styles you were always into like or captured you artists uh, what's the sort of journey been my bro um man uh i i, I guess uh i was always, i was drawn to harmony the most so i pretty much had free range of my uh my parents uh music collection but it was always like the, the the artists with mad harmony like um like uh earth wind and fire um cool in the gang had you know quite uh weird spooky kind of harmony um queen uh oh man yeah a, a, a bunch a whole yeah. yeah a whole bunch but but yeah that that uh, harmony was always quite a, a big thing to me yeah I actually, for me to say, I uh, fell in love with disco. And the great thing about disco is like they just sample thing, put a pitch up, and then you have some like, ah, 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 and it's like, whoa, <laughs> like you create a little melody out of thin air, but it's so catchy. Um, mm. So that was that was something where I started to realize, wow, this is this thing I'm into is huge. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. But um, yeah, touching more on the journey, my man, um, getting into things. Uh, like scratching and stuff and, yep. and, and and getting the gears and stuff was it sort yep. of like did it take a while to save up and what was the sort of like journey towards it um yeah uh so uh uh my my dad had a belt driven turntable and that ended up in my room um and i yeah and i i guess i learned like very primitive cuts on that uh my friend had a mixer and somehow that ended up at my house um and the faders and the up the, the cross fader and the up faders were dead and it, and i and uh and so i flipped the mixer around it was a gemini mixer from a gemini a, a dj in a box and used the the, the on off uh, switch the you know the transformer switch so i got i got I, I feel like i got pretty good transformers now because of those uh because of that damn switch <laughs> that, that I was forced to use, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, yeah that, that that was kind of my first kind of setup. And I'd record. I had a, a CD Walkman on on one side, and then the other side I'd scratch, and that would go into the tape deck and record that. Um, yeah, yeah. Just being resourceful because back yeah, then yeah. you had to be like beyond anything. Uh, I think music was just definitely something you couldn't really kind of like just freely express on the internet how we can now. Back mm. then it was like a, it was simply like a hunt gather sort of thing, yeah? 
Yeah, yeah, nice. bro. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, beautiful. So, did you manage? Yeah, tell us a bit about the journey, like as you get older, um, and people mm-hmm. you might have met along the way, my bro, and and yeah, because um, whereabouts did you? You're born here in New Zealand, yeah, and then grew up here in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I was born in Auckland, and uh, uh, my family moved down to Hamilton when I was five, and I was there until I left home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mom, bro. Did you kind of like um, you find like somewhere where like in Hamilton where peeps would go, like peeps, or when you, like left home, was there like a a spot where you met people along the way in the music journey, or yeah, how was the journey um, in terms of meeting people? Yeah, with the with the music thing. Uh, so it was just my friends that I knew from school. Those were the only that that, that was all that I knew. DJs back then were, um, I mean maybe they still are, but DJs back then there was a lot less of us, and so a DJ was quite a special thing. Yeah, like a like real hood celebrity. You know that shit was real back then. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, man, I, I mean, I, I went up to the DMC store and, and I didn't even know that the DMC store was a thing. I, we just so happened to walk past it. I was like, damn, there's a, this is a DJ only shop. Yeah. Uh, and, um, there were a bunch of DJs that were working in there. Uh, I know money was in there at one point. Um, uh, 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 across the road at um, Beat Merchants, uh, Severe was there working at at, at Beat Merchants. Um, so I kind of, you know, I met. I kind of. That's the only way to meet people. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I was still underage, so I couldn't get into the gigs. Um, there were a couple uh, hip hop events um, that were that were all ages. Uh, 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 an event called Raw Styles in uh, in in Auckland. That was in 2000. They incorporated all the elements. Uh, they had disrupt the system outside with the graffiti. That was kind of the first time that I really uh, got to see some like some hip hop, you know, like some high level hip hop in my face kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there was there was a lot happening back home in Hamilton, but uh, man, I didn't I. I it was mostly breaking that that I could kind of that I was exposed to, yeah. Mm. Oh, beautiful, yeah, yeah. And is there something like as you got older? Um, once once you became old enough, I guess to go to these venues, um, mm. yeah. Was there sort of like a phase of just really just being super keen to go to all the shows? And what was the? What I was, was the whole I thing was like I there? was keen right yeah. through my my teenage years. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'd I'd even try and go and no, I I I knew I couldn't get in. I'd try and go anyway, and then you know, and and then not get in, but be kind of okay with it. Like at least I tried, kind of thing. Yeah, me too. I, uh, I actually, yeah, a little bit of that too, because man, I just I knew it was like when I was younger, I actually had a chance. And I could, mm. I could see my parents weren't too keen on me doing the music thing. So I was like, yeah. oh, I'll do it while I'm like in school. <laughs> and, and then mm. like, if I fight hard enough, I could kind of see myself like breaking through. And oh, the amount of times I did, oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, oh. as, yeah, as you got older, like when you obviously were like really, really into things, um, were there some sort of like highlights on that journey, my bro? Um... So I mean the underage thing didn't stop me from uh, participating. 
so I was already um, uh, deep into graffiti. I was writing. I was um, bombing, going out bombing. Uh, I was um, already DJing. I was DJing socials and you know and stuff like that. Uh, I was already making mixtapes. I was already slanging mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was um, ah, heavy yeah. in the in the in the b boys uh, community. I was DJing all, all all the all the breaking events. Yeah, and this is all before I turned eighteen. So it, yeah. not, it didn't really stop me. It, it, it wasn't it, when when I turned eighteen and I I went to uh, a night uh, club a bar. Actually, no, I was I was underage. I had to. I had to take my dad with me. Me and my friend, we were uh, performing. He, 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 the MC. I'm the rapper. And we went to um, what was it called back then? It was called Catalyst in Hamilton. And I, I had the only thing that I, the only my, what I had dreamed up in my head of like what a nightclub is is like is like the Roxy in Beach Street. And so I, then I went to an an actual club bar and i was very disappointed ah yeah and <laughs> and uh, i i have had a very weird uh, uh relationship yeah. with bars and clubs yeah. ever since yeah fuck uh, that shit I hate yeah. That. <laughs> yeah 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 it's just i think for me uh kind of learning a bit about how bars and clubs work i was like hey, uh uh i've been people here who like don't don't they think music is the drug because I realized I was on a catch tree too with my religious parents. I was like, oh, you know, because I, I wasn't a big fan of drinking just because I could see what they were trying to do, um, you know, with the, mm. their religious. And I realized, gosh, I hope, I hope there's like this way where I can like actually do DJing and not feel like I'm actually making a bar of club money with drinks. I just want to play and people, <laughs> like, I thought it, I was just like the happy guy, like the real positive, like, yeah, healthy, yeah and I realized, oh, up here is like something here that's like being ingrained and it's like the alcohol cool um but yeah well i guess the journey for me with alcohol and drugs and learning about it all was kind of like um like isn't isn't music the drug you know what i mean it was in my head all the time like isn't music the drug guys like yeah guys, guys. And, and, and so i kind of started like kind of feeling a bit disappointed i guess that was my version of it my ah yeah 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 and so i quickly had to kind of get back up and be like hey you know like oh and so i was very lucky to have uh whether those actually defresh helped me a lot a lot of the time with getting into community gigs and so yeah. i was you know got my feet wet with a lot of the uh, local youth space and the city library yeah. Yeah. mentioned yeah. the council stuff and i really find that it was just warm my heart because i was like feel it i could see people right in front of me there for the music positively impacted with the music yeah. And um and and since then I started realizing that it's okay the other time I am in a bar or a club to like understand this is we just if there's one person there full of music that's that's cool you know yeah yeah but in terms for you journey my bro uh what was drugs and alcohol what was that like for you being my bro that was it was probably Didn't around <laughs> yeah yeah not really. Uh, yeah. yeah not until i left home and got a little bit older but yeah 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 nah, no drugs or alcohol during my um teenage years yeah yeah that's cool but yeah i mean 
if that's cool, let's dive into the old, the later years, my brother. Um, yeah, sweet. Yeah, let's let's kind of like see as as you kind of get older. Um, I mean, things that you start to like uh, get into uh, DJing, obviously being one of them. Um, yep. Yeah. What's the sort of journey from there, my bro? Um, okay, so I guess I uh, left home and I left home specifically to go to to Rawls DJ School down in Porirua. Uh, Omega B and Asia told me to go down there to get good at DJing. Yeah, pretty much. And and so I did. Yeah, that, that made sense. I was like, yeah, sweet. There's a DJ school? Hell yeah, I, I want to go. And uh, yeah, and so 2007, I, I, um, I, did, I did Rawls School and learned how to DJ properly, kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool, my bro. If you remember some of the names of people's there, my bro, like who do you remember from there, my bro? Was it mainly that were in my class? Yeah, like was was it raw? With, was the other lectures too, or was it mainly just like of I should oh. say? But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so it's uh, uh, it was mainly raw. Shan Shan took some of our classes as well, um, but it was it was mainly raw. Yeah, it was it was, it was mainly raw. He did uh, uh, mixing, scratching, juggling. He took the music production. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, just just having him, you know, on hand, you know, to to, to, to show you the ways, you know. Uh, yeah, a very a, a very cool um, experience. A yeah. lot a lot of fun, a lot of fun. It was my my first year out of out of out of home. And yeah, it was, it was it was a lot of fun, and I learned a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's cool! And like, kind of like a, a good size, not too big, too small, in terms of being able to soak it all in, eh? Like from the um, raw and all the gang, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, one year is 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 perfect amount of time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're pretty much you're. Uh, I was lucky too because it was, it was kind of the last year that uh, Serato wasn't really a part of the the. The school yeah so 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 my whole year was was done on on vinyl and yeah i'm i'm very glad that i got that last final year wow. yeah 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 hard hard i mean that's a, that's an incredible thing because I'm, I'm always super keen on like how serato kind of came in and, and being based in new zealand i'm really mm. into technicality and and and, and yeah um, computers out, but my, my dreams to work there, and I'm speaking it to figure it out because they, they they know I'm flying all the time. But um, I think Serato is quite revolutionary, eh, my bro? Because man, what a, what an incredible sort of like, uh, you know, I guess you could say emulation of, of vinyl or, or digital. Like uh, this is this is like some groundbreaking stuff when you think about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Changed everything. Changed the whole game. Mm. Yeah, and it's been around for twenty years now, and it's you know it's yeah it, it'll never go back to what it was. Yeah, 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 and yeah, it's from from New Zealand, from Auckland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's beautiful, my man. So yeah, um, after after DJ school, uh, so it was just this lots of practice, yeah, <laughs> putting in all the practice. Yeah, so I was quite yeah. hungry to 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 uh, battle to to be uh, amongst the, the competitions. Um, that's what I've. I guess I fell in love with first. Uh, yeah, was was watching those battles, and Raw 
uh you know uh dmc itf new zealand champ got a you know a very high level uh beat juggler really good on the cut it was it was a perfect like teacher to have yeah so yeah so so left D- dj school done a bunch of other things the dmc's weren't in, in new zealand yet uh uh, 2008 the dmc's came back i entered that i uh, came third placed third um 2009 2010 i uh, did some other things and then uh 2011 a competition called the red bull freestyle came to new zealand uh, i won that and then uh did that thing uh couple years later 2013 uh the ida new zealand uh uh ida champ and did that and then yeah and then the, the and then the, the the four years of uh dmc's yeah right. pretty much Beautiful. wow yeah yeah oh it's amazing just to just to hear because I, I i coming more in the digital era it's just really I always love getting my head around the DMCs because just as I was getting into it, I saw that DMC was huge and um, mm. and, and, and scratching is something, Tim says I'm, I'm really into it. Um, I, I, you know, I know that um, the time's nearing as well because with the likes of Deep Fresh and, and, and really just ground grounding people around me, uh, community people who have been on the vinyls, it's like, yeah, you know, it's, I can see the joy of once you start mailing it, just like, yeah, it's it's mm. rewarding. Yeah, you're like, you're, you've got a feel on the music, you know? Yeah. Yeah, got it. yeah, yeah, that's cool, my man. But um, yeah, kind of like as as you were able to get on this journey, I mean, um, was there some other cool people you met along the way as you were getting into the whole DMCs and all the practice and yeah. Um, the DMCs, yeah. I, uh, so um, there was another turntablist in my town in Hamilton. Uh, his name is Impact, and um, during the during the years that the DMC wasn't in New Zealand, he was he was like learning a lot of uh, stuff, patterns and cuts and all the new generation scratching. Um, and I found out about him. Found out he was in Hamilton, and we and yeah, we started hanging out a little bit. And he 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 taught me a lot. Yeah, he he taught me a lot a lot. Yeah, and I bit a lot of his shit as well. Yeah. yeah. Little things, patterns. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. oh, beautiful. And so, yeah, was the sort of like, uh, yeah, getting into things with computers. Uh, computers are starting to pick up a bit too, like in terms of actually being able to start doing things on them too, yeah? So, mm. what's the sort of gears like for you? Was it always sort of like uh, just run with what you had or was there sort of like a bit of enjoying some like quality gear? And, and what was the mm. sort of... Uh, you mean you uh, like computer gear? Yeah, yeah. Was it sort of just like resourcefulness? Nah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was always cheap stuff. Um, so I've never owned a brand new MacBook. Uh, it's always been a refurb or secondhand. Uh, I was on a a really. A re- uh, uh, I was on a I was on a a, a a PC laptop for about ten years. Um. The same one it was a dell it was, it was 300 bucks on ebay it had one gig of ram i made 10 years worth of beats on that um 
I won the, <laughs> I won the the Red Bull three star with that. Um, yeah, and then I got a MacBook, a MacBook Pro, and and I've had a, I've had MacBooks ever since yeah, since 2010. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I was used to be a Windows kit. I switched to Mac yeah. uh, purely because I was kind of like I was thinking I was the man and like not getting the viruses on my downloads, and then I'd get uh-huh. back. And then, yeah, like, yeah, oh, you can be too smart for your kids. So I switched to Mac just because I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to be performing and then like <laughs> crash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like New Year's Eve at the square. Bam. <laughs> so yeah, so, it happens. Switch on, but speaking of which, oh, let's dive into that because I haven't done that yet on before. Have you ever had like any like things like stuff up like handy, or is it just being sort of like? sweep around sweep up the directions and stuff <laughs> um uh, no nah, i mean we all we all get we all, it yeah yeah, exactly. yeah we all get it uh yeah i mean the last time i had to i uh, the last time it happened i had to buy a new laptop yeah. um that wasn't very good but the, yeah, the laptop huh? was very old <laughs> um so it was time yeah yeah but you ever, um, you ever yeah, lost yeah, any yeah, projects yeah. or anything? <laughs> oh yeah, I've lost, I've lost a whole, a whole uh, yeah, I've lost a lot of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And that's okay. Yeah. yeah, welcome to welcome to the beautiful world of <laughs> the resourceful musician. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. But yeah, like especially with production, my uh getting like the hand of all those softwares again because I'm, I'm mm. very much into the production. Um, mm. was it, did did you always have like a bit of the music from the background and the family um, to help you sort of get down melodies and chords or was it all just stuck in your head um, and you just had to keep trying to learn how to get it out there? What was the sort of... Oh, uh, I mean, it was all, uh, it was all sample-based boom bap for the first... Uh, let's see, I guess for the first eight years. And yeah, and then, and then I really wanted to learn how to add instrumentation i learned how to play the piano pretty much by uh, watching youtube tutorials and um yeah that's that's been my buzz the last uh 10 years is yeah just um trying to learn how to play play these keys yeah i've actually i've been following the journey maybe oh i don't know how long when i first discovered you my boat but I, i think it was a little bit before the part of how I say it's Kome House or the um, yeah Kome House. Yeah, Kome House the, um, okay. That was like the huge thing that I think helped a lot of people get to know you, my bro, including myself. Um, mm, okay. I always kind of knew about um, the sort of DMC thing and, 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 yeah. and being in touch with the DJ school kids and probably, um yeah. Getting into that, my bro, what was the sort of thing that kicked that all off, my bro? The, the Kome House? Yeah. Um, so... I mean, it all happened very organically. Um, I had a I had a, a private group, a secret group on Facebook, and it was called Kame House. Um, and I used it to stream a couple things while I was in London. Um, and it was just it was just like maybe ten or ten people that were in it. Um, and then. Uh, and then there were some people on 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 a on one of our New Zealand DJ um, 
Facebook groups that that was keen to have some sort of a competition kind of spark up. And I took initiative and um, made a poster and made some rules and and just posted it. I was like, all right, you want to battle, then let's try and get eight. It'll be, you know, I told them what the rules would be, the format. And then we got uh, we got more than eight. We got so we ended up making it sixteen. Then I made brackets, and then we made a tournament, and then we did our first um, our first uh, Kame House uh, tournament. Yeah, I got got Rem on board because uh, I had had the idea of kind of doing it half half live and half uh, half with the videos. And then presenting it on Facebook, I asked him, "Is this is this possible?" He said, "Yeah." And so we, yeah, we started from there, and then, yeah, like a whole uh, over a year later, we went through, um, I think, five or six regions uh, around the world. So we had um, champions from uh, Asia, North America, South America, uh, Europe, and New Zealand and Australia. Have I seen anyone else? I think that's it. Yeah. And and then and then we got you know it started getting a bit of momentum, started getting big views, started getting you know hundred thousand views per episode. Uh, this is all on Facebook Live. This is the early days of Facebook Live. Um, yeah, we were definitely way ahead of of uh, the rest of the world. Yeah, three years ahead of everyone. We were doing. We were, yeah, we were doing online battles and uh, and it was all live. And anyways, yeah. we ended up bringing uh, bringing the, the the regional champions from around the world um, to New Zealand, and we ran a uh, a live world final in Auckland. Yeah. Wow. Oh, what a testimony! He said, like, yeah, just that name from the group was kind of like the sort of the, the spark, <laughs> and it's that's yeah. awesome. But yeah, I yeah. couldn't help but this. So you had a bit of time in London, my bro. So it sounds like music's helped you sort of explore the world too, there, my bro. Um, keep hearing oh, a little bit about yeah. that. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been very lucky to um, travel the world uh, on on my art, pretty much. Yeah, on on my um my DJing. Um. Yeah, did yeah, we, uh, did London uh, four years in a row. Uh, went out to Poland. Did uh, Canada. I've been all over Asia. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, it, I, it's it's something I love. Even just in New Zealand, like, like uh, I was able to eventually when I was in Auckland, start uh, <laughs> doing this beautiful circuit around Auckland there, and and and, and yeah. to, 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 to to suddenly realize like that the music kids that didn't even realize they're living across the road from each other and like real good close kids still like you know, but um, Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so cool because Auckland for me really was. Uh, an amazing testimony of how like just stalking people on like I, I'm, I'm not just saying stalking like DJs I'm stalking like stalking the girls that are into the DJing and then just being like some, <laughs> <laughs> some 18 year old like oh I want to get into like where, where's the best and so if I follow them they, they'll be following all the DJs and so ah, I, see. I was really into the whole like well I'm uh, popular over here uh, life hacks mm. over here and so but the, the popularity is definitely like cool have you got a like um, 
need some help with your computer. It's like, the more times than often, it's like, yeah, I just didn't know this thing existed where, cool, we got to need to fix up a computer. And all I knew how to do was just give the little bit I had, right? Yeah. And um, eventually I was lucky enough to, people helped me um, express myself with music yeah. and, and I'm very blessed to have made a whole bunch of cool tunes in Auckland and, and, and put them out there. And um, one thing is I couldn't really ever feel like I felt at home at home, my bro. So a lot mm. of my tunes, I've, I've got one called Wendy's Queen Street and I've got mm. like all these different places I am. And that's, so I just call the track where I am. But um, yeah. I, I seem to find myself at home just pulling my little production because it all fits in a bag, of course. Like yeah. literally my studio is just any fast food chain or any cafe I want it to be, you know? Yeah. 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 It's it's like, that's how it is now. And I think for everyone listening in, like, that's like, as the little, the little barrier there is, is like maybe a laptop, you know? Yeah. And not, not even that. You don't need, yeah, yeah. You, you just need a phone. Yeah. You can make beats. Good wow. beats. Good beats on a phone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, it's, it's exciting. Cause there's a lot of people I, I really, I've really made this podcast for people who are like really new to it all. And mm. because almost with the internet, it's almost like now there's so much information so people can just get swamped by it, you know what I mean? Mm. So I've, I'm really wanting to like bring it back to the roots of the testimonies and stories. And I think hopefully it's almost like back to the future sort of vibes, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all about those little nuggets, but um, it's, it's really cool to hear the journey there, my bro. And um, yeah, no, so it's been really cool just learning uh, the people you meet along the way, the places you can go with it, and yeah. and just like 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 we say, never-ending video game. I think it's certainly like something where it can keep you going as well. Like I touch on this far on the podcast is how it can be a real positive driving force for ourselves in all aspects, mentally, physically, spiritually. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, man. Have you found it's helped you in those sort of times too, be my bro? Sometimes, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Thank you heaps for your time, my bro. I mean, um, it's been such a pleasure and honour to just learn about the journey and I know people are really going to just take a few gems there, my bro. Um, mm. We're at the time where I just want to really bring um, some beautiful testimony to people in terms of uh any like kind of encouragement or tips advice not not so much people need advice but maybe just something to share for our people out there listening who want to get into it um okay it's not easy and uh, the odds are against you and uh that's all right because if you really want it you'll you'll find a way to uh to get it yeah wow <laughs> I, I honestly like we have so much like amazing stuff on the segment but i love i love something just real real and war something like this you know my bro mm. sweet it's, yeah it's beautiful. <laughs> man no no honestly that's that's it and um for everyone listening out there um i feel like uh that's 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 it like uh never give up as as funny as that sounds never give up mm. um because it's in your heart yeah if it's it's, Some, it's unstoppable. Yeah, something like that yeah mm. Mm. yeah and it get, can get a little bit dangerous mm. and uh yeah but yeah don't uh, yeah if you yeah don't give up come on 
Yes, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so beautiful. Well, I think that brings us to a close. But uh, I wanted to thank you so much for your time there, my bro. Oh, good. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and, and be sure to listen to some of the other cats we have. We're hoping to expand the testimonies. Yeah. There's some yeah. cool, cool... I think it's like a, the Book of Life writes itself, yeah? <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> well, everyone, that was the final uh, podcast uh, with Spell. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I uh, really appreciate all your support for keeping us going. And uh, we're really excited for the future episodes uh, but without further ado, thanks for tuning in for b uh, Catch us on all our socials. If you want to get some, um, we've got some promo cards out there. It's like us a buzz on that too. Uh, and without further ado, we'll catch you for more b Peace and love, Fido. Oh, what's good, what's good? As some of you may have seen uh, in the messages, as we've been putting out b episodes the end of 2020, uh, that's right, we actually are doing some promo cards So if you would like some promo cards in your store, in your wallet uh, Just in your general um, supplies, flick us a buzz uh, We're going to be having them out by the uh, start of 2021 um, Just a nice little kind of business card style Except it's nice, simple, just the logo itself With all the places people can tune in That's all that needs to be Because the episodes themselves are what we do this for so if that sounds like you if you want some free promo cards if you want to spread the word and help build the testimony flick us a buzz and we'll get some sent out to you straight away peace and love finally